1: No, I was just thinking this morning that it's mm-hmm. it's so beautiful that we live in this world when we can just easily connect for, like through the, around across the world and just have a conversation, you know, at any time, at any day. It's so beautiful because uh we take things like this for granted, but when you think it's you know, like even like 20 years ago that wasn't really possible.
0: Yeah, it's it's a borderline miracle on some levels. And start, especially when you start thinking about with you in Dubai and me in Hawaii, like it's so much mm-hmm. more than just being around the world. It's like almost two different worlds. Like one's like this water world that's full of magnificent mysteries. And so too, is you on the other side of the desert and all the beautiful mystique that's over there. It's, it's, It is fascinating to me to think about what can happen and what is able to happen right there. Let me give you a quick introduction and just for the people who may not know exactly who you are and for those listening right now, welcome back to the True Life Podcast. I hope everybody's having a wonderful day. I hope that the new year is treating you in magnificent ways and that I hope you know that there's a bright light right around the corner getting ready to shine on you. I would like everyone to meet my incredible guest, incredible individual Jana Bellugina, an avid seeker of truth, a guardian of wisdom, and your dedicated companion on the thrilling odyssey of self-discovery. Hailing from the enchanting landscapes of Estonia, Jana's life unfolds like a rich tapestry woven with travels, diverse cultures, spiritual practices, and delightful culinary escapades. While her professional journey soared and taught management roles within software development and financial technology... There was always a deeper current beckoning her towards self-exploration, from a unique gift discovered in her youth to a transformative encounter with yoga in India. Jenna's path has been a symphony of diverse experiences converging into a harmonious whole. The founder of the Bean to Being project, Jenna seamlessly blends her profound wisdom with unwavering passion. Whether delving into spirituality, personal development, or business acumen, she crafts clarity with logical precision. As a mentor, Jenna's approach, a fusion of accumulated wisdom and spiritual insight, connects with individuals from various backgrounds, making transformation accessible and relatable. Janna, thank you for being here today. How are you?
1: Thank you so much for such a beautiful introduction. And you know, it's like, it's, it's so inspiring to listen how someone uh, frames your story—it's always so inspirational and beautiful. Thank you so much, Josh. Thank you for having me in this podcast. It's beautiful. Uh, it's uh,
0: thank you for thank you for for noticing that. Like I think that that's a great way in order to frame something. Like you have an opportunity when you meet someone is to put a nice little frame around some of the things that they've done and really open up an exploration of the things you admire about somebody. And that's what I want this to be. Like you're do some really cool things from a, a recent post where I saw you helping people to an earlier conversation we were just having. And, you know, I want to get into it all because I want to share it with the audience and I want people to see what is possible out there. So maybe we can start off with a little bit of a background. Like you have done a lot of world traveling and you have had a lot of experiences that have opened you up. Maybe you could share maybe an experience that kind of got you to where you are today, just to kind of break the ice for the people.
1: Oh my God. Just one experience that would be, <laughs> that would be very, very hard because you know, every single trip, every, every single day, I would say, you know, like yeah. the, the more I leave uh, and the more I leave, you know, was this sense of awareness. Uh, I realized that every single day can be that turning point. Um, so yes, it's uh it's it's very hard to you know narrow it down to one experience. Maybe I can share a bit about my journey yeah. in general. So it kind Anything of gives the, the this the range of what we're what we're dealing with. So uh, yeah, I'm originally from Estonia and actually I was born in the Soviet Union, so that, <laughs> I'm that old. <laughs> um and so yeah i was born and i started like i was halfway through my from my high school when i when the soviet broke down and uh estonia got its independence and we had all to shift you know and i was just talking with a with a friend yesterday i was just telling her because she's, she's 10 years younger so she doesn't remember those times but like i was telling her you know how it was how the shift was when they when the parents, you know, lose everything overnight, when the currency changes, when the uh, language changes, when, you know, the whole culture changes pretty much. So that was, I think, you know, like if I look ret- right. retrospectively, that was, you know, quite significant uh, journey because I was already in that age where where I was conscious about what's happening. So I think that kind of set the the tone of my life you know a lot of changes constant changes and just being very very agile mm. so um by like at, at 15 i went to us i did my um high school there the last year i got my diploma there and then i traveled to paris for my uni you know and then it's like, it basically all aligned with what i'm doing so you know so far i have lived in eight different countries uh, some less, some more. Um, definitely the the longest is in Dubai. So I am in Dubai already for eight years. Uh, it wasn't really, you know, a planned uh, relocation, but it just happened. Like things for me, they just happen and I learned to embrace it. Because before, you know, I was like frustrated. Like, no, I want it this way. And then I realized like everything that happens is always for the best. So Yeah, even like this relocation, because I was at that point, I was uh, living in Estonia. I have like came back to Estonia. I was there for a few years already. I was going through this separation with my husband at that point, uh, which was very dramatic uh, and intense um, separation um, when I look back at it. But it was also so transformational, I think, for Mm -hmm. both of us. We, we, we managed to stay great friends, and uh, yeah, I'm very grateful to him for everything he has done for me, and we still support each other unconditionally. So, but that was an intense period of my life, and I remember that I was um, traveling to Dubai for work, because I was kind of managing this region as well for the software company I was working for, and I I fell in love here. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's just just, just out of, you know, it just struck me. You know, those like the love from the first sight, mm-hmm. which turns out, you know, never never a good story. <laughs> Most of the times it's never, <laughs> it's not a good story. Mm-hmm. But that was exactly what I needed at that point to actually finalize my divorce, you know, to to be brave okay. enough to, to do that for love, uh, to relocate to another country for love and you know just shortly after I relocated uh, that that love story ended but uh, it served its purpose purely it just served its purpose and I, that's how I ended up here in Dubai and I would say that the biggest transformation for me happened here um, which is quite interesting because, you know, a lot of people, they tend to see Dubai as, oh, Dubai is this materialistic city, and it's like all bling bling, no soul. I I, I, I keep on hearing these things pretty much daily, um, surprisingly, from the people who don't live here. So, yeah, everyone has this <laughs> stereotype and uh, like to voice it out. Um, in my opinion, Dubai is a beautiful beautiful land and I always say that Dubai kind of amplifies whatever you have it will always amplify whatever you have whatever you look for so if you are looking for the bling bling and parties all night long yeah Dubai can happily provide you for that um if you are looking for you know if you're a workaholic and looking for career opportunities and so on again you can work 24 7 in Dubai this city never sleeps It's very intense and it's like quite brutal, brutal Mm -hmm. career-wise here. Yeah, Uh, but again, if if there is some, you know, if there is a craving for something more spiritual, Dubai again provides for that. It's such a beautiful land. The energy here is so pure. Um, We we didn't really have, you know, like lots, like lots of wars on this land, or there there wasn't much drama. It's very fresh country. Uh, what we're just a little over 50 years so uh, it's fresh it's it's new it's the land of opportunities everything you want is here and it's a hub so everyone transitions at some point through Dubai so all these beautiful teachers they're mm-hmm. you know at some point they will end up in Dubai so if you're open for that then it serves the opportunity and um, for me that was very fruitful in that sense because yeah I came here and I was I was um really deep in my work you know I was an executive I was like super serious and like traveling around the world I was like I was pretty much living on the plane you know I was spending I would say like around 70% of the time traveling wow. on the business trips and you know it was like all going well up till some point when when I lost sleep <laughs> because I was constantly on the plane and I was basically using alcohol as the substitute yeah. to to uh, knock me out, uh, we can say honestly right now. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and I had an acute back inflammation as well and I was like fed all these crazy drugs um, that just made me delusional. Sure. And, and I realized, you know, I was like, I was, in my early thirties, and I was like, I cannot go on like that because I'm just like I'm literally like an old person, you know. I can't function. I I drink a lot. I gained weight, you know, all, all all this, and I was miserable. I was so unhappy. So I had to change something, and um, I mean, like first it was just purely physical when I went like I just went and signed up for the closest yoga studio because I used to practice yoga back in Estonia, but like not that much. Uh, but I was like, yeah, I remember that it was helping, you know, kind of with my back issues. I like, so like I, I signed up purely for that and how it changed my life is just incredible because, uh, you know, of course I had to, re- like I have to change the whole routine because yeah, I was like, I started going to the afternoon classes, but then I realized quickly that if, if I really seriously want to get into yoga, then majority of them in the morning, yeah. but I slept in the morning because I parted at the night. <laughs> so that was, I was like, oh my God, it's like, it's so difficult. Uh, but like, so I, I started like coming only to Friday class. It was Friday Ashtanga class, which started at 9 a.m. Friday used to be the weekend for us back then. Um, so, and I would come at nine because that was the earliest class I could make. While you know the rest of the week, they would start at six a.m. for mm-hmm. me. Never like, <laughs> in my life. <laughs> and I was always the last person to walk into the room with my cup of coffee. You know, at nine I could, I could barely open my eyes. I was like, oh my god, like what am I doing to myself? But slowly, slowly, you know, I transitioned. And it's so funny because now it's been like already many years after. We love with my teacher because now i arrive for 6 a.m class before my teacher and i'm like uh, 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 you're late like two minutes late i've been here 15 minutes already like waiting for the doors to open and and, and we're always loved, like how far i went <laughs> you know and now for me and i'm like 9 a.m you know nine by 9 a.m I, I had my half day already done you know i've done my yoga i've done my right. journaling i've done my meditation i've done my coffee all that by 9 a.m. is already accomplished. So yeah, that's like that's how it started. You know, it started with yoga, and then it and then of course, you know, travels to India because of yoga. And uh, I've done a lot of uh, trainings in India as um, for for the yoga teaching and for the meditation teaching. And I met beautiful teachers that are still my teachers. I'm still in touch with them, and uh, I learn from them every day. And um, it slowly, slowly kind of unfolded that, of course, the, the the life pushed me out of the corporate job at that mm. point, which 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 was a big disaster because I like it was unexpected, and I was in the different country, and it was just when the COVID started, just before the COVID. So you know, imagine we're on the lockdown. Uh, I don't have a job, and I am in the A different country i can't like even fly back home pretty much and i'm yeah okay cool let's embrace it (laughs) (laughs) but but of course by 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 then i already had you know this really big trust trust in in the universe trust in everything is happening for a reason i already done my coaching training i didn't go for the certification but i already done my coaching training I was already in the state where I could help myself and others around me. So even though it's like, it seemed like a disaster from, from outside for me, I managed it quite well. You know, I really enjoyed that time. That was the time for myself. That's when I started, um, recording meditations online. And that made me somehow into this spiritual mentor for many people. Uh, and, uh, like still up to this day i i still release meditations not as much but uh quite regularly and uh still up to this day i have a lot of people reaching out for for spiritual mentorship for mindfulness mentorship because they've been meditating with me for like years and uh the the stories that i hear from them you know how they changed their life through the meditations how they got off relationships that didn't serve them or uh, depressions or they changed right. their work you know they got out of corporate world all those stories are so inspiring and beautiful so um yeah so it's basically led me like i i am uh, i stumbled across you know like the fi- uh, fintech world which was a right. pure manifestation from my end again because at some point you know like it was like during the COVID times and i was thinking what is it that i want to do and i was like oh like i want i really want to work uh in fintech uh startup that's like more funky and like more interesting for me and like i have all this experience with corporate so i can pretty much run any company And I remember I was like, oh, like I want to work for for a UK startup because I like going to uh, London for business (laughs) trips, (laughs) just like (laughs) engraved in me, I'm like, yeah, I want like a UK startup, um, opening a business here in in UAE, and I want to drive this whole process. And finally, you know, just accidentally, purely accidentally. I met um, a person, he, like, he asked like for a coffee with me, it was a common acquaintance. And uh, he's like, oh, let's have a coffee, first time in Dubai, he he just came on vacation. And we were chatting and like, what do you do? What do you do? Like, you know, how's life in Dubai? And he started telling me about his startup and he's the founder of <laughs> UK FinTech startup. And we were talking, he's like, I feel like I need to open an office here. Would you come and work for me? And you know? I so it's like, I was like, oh you just like ticked (laughs) off all the boxes and (laughs) it's just like (laughs) everything that i manifested like half a year before and i already forgotten because i already moved on to to another thing and then it comes to me you know And i was like hang on a minute that's like that's exactly what i manifested exactly and um i think that was like you know the the turning point when i started to to watch very closely what is it that i'm manifesting because if i was able to manifest such a big thing and in such a detail um then i can manifest pretty much everything (laughs) so that's when i started to be more mindful about that and noticing small things you know and um yeah, it's been a great journey. Um, I'm not with that company anymore, so but but I managed to build their business here in UIA. I got their license. I was their CEO for a few years, and uh, I moved on to my private consultancy in the same space um, now, but now I'm shifting fully into working with people because uh, I realized that because like being in the startup world, you know, I also... I met so many founders, right. and I spoke with so many people who, would just need someone to hold their space and not like guide them, and as like I'm as a consultant, I'm capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. But what I see is the the biggest change happens over coffee. When we just have a coffee with them, and the feedback I was getting, they're like, "Oh, how do you do that?" It's like half an hour coffee with you gave me more clarity than. know half a year working with those advisors and and i was like yeah well i am a trained coach so i know how to ask you questions so you find your path and you find the answers within you So it's not external when the advisor gives you them because you know we all deep inside we all know right and it's just a matter of Someone holding that space and, and, and guiding you to go deep inside you to find those answers. And it, like, I find it always so incredible because, yeah, I, I've been for that. I know the answers. But when I let the other person find his own answers, it will be yeah. always something I have never thought of. I'll be like, wow, okay. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't come up with that solution even though I'm an expert. But, yeah, that's that's, that's always the best. So yeah, basically this year was very, um, very transformational for me in a sense of my personal clarity that I decided, okay, that's it. This is what I'm doing next. I've been, I've been working enough in this space of um, serving businesses and companies and so on. I want to work with people because that's, that's what the world I feel needs right now is, um, just you know the space and someone who who can help to unpack what we have inside so that's how the project mm-hmm. bean to Being was born um because bean to bean is basically blending the passion of coffee for me right and um passion for mindfulness and you know self-awareness and it's like it it overlaps with coffee quite a lot as i see it and now and uh also the coaching so just like you know professional pure good clean coaching uh is an excellent tool and even though i was like i i'm really into esoterics and all this you know right. energy work and so on but Still, at some points, you need just just pure coaching, but like really, really good coaching for someone to help you kind of like put it all together, get the clarity and go. So that's that's the, the whole project of Been to Being uh, that blends all this uh, concepts and blends pretty much all the modalities that I have uh, been practicing and exploring for maybe like last 10 years or so. So yeah, it's, that's the, <laughs> the nutshell. <laughs> it's been a long thank you for coming to my TED talk. Yeah.
0: I think it's it's first off, it's all relevant. It's a beautiful story. And in our first conversation and some of the in conver- the conversation we're having now and in the time in between, one thing that I've noticed is that if you look at the the beginning of this particular story and you see the wall come crashing down, like that's a pretty powerful metaphor to see a wall come crashing down and the way it changes your life. And then to move into whatever be it be it software or fintech and be it through eight different countries what i hear is a master of relationships and i think that that's something that being to being does and i think that's exactly why you can sit down with somebody for a half an hour over a cup of coffee and get them to say things about themselves they probably haven't told anyone in their life or 30 years you know and like you you are you're magnificent at unblocking the things that people have been corking up for so long but i think that stems from your understanding of relationships from your relationship to to fears that may have been and the way you've overcome them and having the courage to to leave things that were not working a lot of people can't do that but maybe you can unpack that a little bit like how how have all of these things made you un made you great at understanding relationships. If so you could just talk about relationships for a while because I think you really have a unique perspective there.
1: Thank you so much. Um well, I think that you know the I cannot praise travels
0: <laughs> yeah. enough. Yep. Yeah, true. So,
1: what I think is like I've been blessed with having a job uh for sure. 8 years that like really took me to very very many different places. And you know being being exposed to really a range of different uh backgrounds so i think that what because you know like when i was growing up i was very shy i was like i was super shy child going and talking to a stranger even like you know in my in my early 20s talking to a complete stranger or picking up a phone and calling some that I don't know who is on that and oh my god that was like that was freaking me out Mm -hmm. it was just paralyzing it was just this paralyzing fear and imagine I'm ending up you know like working for international company and like I have to open doors for that company. I was opening new markets I was like opening a market like of New Zealand you know just going to the New Zealand opening the office there hiring Mm -hmm. people It was, it was, of course, like much later, but you know, just like this contrast. Right. And when I'm thinking, you know, when I'm looking back, what was it? Um, first of all, for sure, uh, my father, uh, who who showed me how how is that possible. My father is very very curious. Yeah. My father is like he. I'm, I'm exactly the same. You know, if you nice. look. Um, because he is. He would study everything he wants to study. He had, uh, uh, he was a successful entrepreneur, but he also studied in the actor school. You know, my, my mm. parents met on the stage of the theater. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, that's the range we're talking about. Right. So he would be like, one day he's like, oh, I want to be a film director. And he starts making movies. Another day he's like, oh, like I want to like open a restaurant mm. and then he's getting into real estate development. You know, that's the range of my father we're talking about and that's pretty much what I inherited. Mm -hmm. and that makes sense uh, I can see that yeah and I and I was always you know like I was always with my dad when I was small because you know those days we didn't have nannies or you know like (laughs) it was just like you're born, your both parents are working. So I was always in the car. I even didn't have a baby seat, you know, for Christ's sake. I was just like there <laughs> in the car. So he removed the passenger seat and he just made, you know, like a little ground for me, just like crawling around. That's so from my very early uh, age, I was exposed to conversations of adults. and you know, a lot of adults, you know, different right. conversations. Because if you can imagine the range of my father, you know, like and his interests, these are all conversations that was always around. So I was like just observing, I was super shy at that, at that age, but I was just listening. And for me, it was like these were my fairy tales. That's yeah. that's what I grew up with. That's so cool. And um then, you know, like travels, travels. I think like everyone has to travel. Travel, travel, travel really as much as you can, because travel really takes us out of our comfort bubble and travel, especially if it's alone or mm-hmm. with someone who is like on the same kind of like right. journey as you are. I love traveling alone. I, I just, I just love it. And majority of my travels, I do alone because when we go alone, we're more aware of what's happening. And it's so interesting to see, you know, the other facets of our personality showing up. Because when we rub our shoulders with another culture, um, another traditions, another way of thinking, another way of doing things, um, we're like, oh, we start reacting differently. And we're seeing those, like, if we're aware of that, we can notice that, like, oh, I can be this, and I can be that, and I can be that. So I am way more than I think when I'm just, you know, staying at home. So I think traveling is very, very important, just for this range of understanding. It's yourself, seeing um, what's you're capable of, what, 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 what uh, you know, other ways of thinking and like yeah. other perspectives, so to say and of course exploring other cultures because like I've been to almost 70 countries at this, uh, at this day and um, we, have, we had this competition with my ex-partner you know who, who does more and like this year I won and he's ah. like oh I can't believe it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it <laughs> <laughs> because he was trying really hard to win, but uh, and I was always like a few countries behind, and um, yeah, now I won five, yeah. <laughs> one country ahead, uh, and um, so. But like, uh, you know, just like traveling to so many different countries, and of course they are very different. Some of the countries, you know, like going like from Estonia to Cambodia or mm-hmm. like Vietnam, it's completely different culture. But um, that helped me to be open and, you know, be able to, Like, I can communicate with everyone. But I think also, you know, like that's what Dubai gave me, mm-hmm. um, because here we have 200 nationalities, everyone living in the same in the same city. And throughout the day, I will face probably at least five different nationalities, at least, you know, right. like. If I'm staying at home and I'm just going to the grocery shop, you know, and talking to the security on the way that will be at least, you know, five different nationals in a day, all of them, they have their own beliefs, their own perspective, their own way of thinking. And when you, when you speak with them like on a daily basis, and especially when you start doing business with them, you know, you, you learn all that and, you know, like here, like even celebrations, you know, like Diwali. Like I, I was never aware of what Diwali is before I moved to UAE. Even though it's an Indian celebration, like it's in, in, in Indian New Year pretty much. But like, how would I learn about it living in Estonia? We have probably one Indian, like we have an Indian restaurant that the owner is Indian who moved there, you know, in Soviet times and just stayed. <laughs> but uh, now probably it's like more, but uh, in general. So, the, how would I learn about it? So, the, being in this hub, international hub, and uh, having Indian friends, and you know, like celebrating with them, having Muslim friends, celebrating with them, you know, and uh, and 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 it's just like it's different mindsets, and hmm. you kind of like learn it. And I think that what gives me so I'm very confident that I, I can talk with absolutely any person on absolutely any topic because. I don't connect head to head. I connect heart to heart. And when you connect heart to heart, that's when the magic happens, you know?
0: Because
1: <laughs> even if it's a different language and we don't understand each other, we can still communicate, you know, heart to heart. It's uh, it's beautiful, yeah. So
0: It is beautiful. And I'm glad you brought up languages because I know you speak multiple languages. And another, when I think about the linguistics and some symbols and language and communication, not only do you speak multiple languages, and you get to learn a lot about cultures and yourself when you have to think in different languages, you know. And you know, we know that Latin, lots of languages are a, have a, a Latin root to it, but so do a lot. Business is like its own language, and different cultures do business differently. It's like its own language, and when you can begin to understand that root and then be yeah. fluent in business in multiple cultures, that's a whole nother way to connect to people. I right? mean, you could speak to that because you've done it a lot. You're very unique in that.
1: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> my, my, my ego is just, you know, having the, having the moment today. Thank you so much. It's just like, because, you know, like be, being like on the spiritual journey, I'm suppressing my ego daily. Like, just like calm down, buddy. But like now it's like, yeah, told you. Told you. <laughs>
0: good, good information though, right? Like not many people have the opportunity to do business in multiple places and understand that as a language. And I think you're unique to 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 do that and it doesn't have to be you can you can share it with us. You know what I mean? So it's more of like a sharing thing. So, uh, just...
1: <laughs> yeah. But that's true, you know, different I... languages. Different languages is um it also gives you this another, you know, kind of like tool right. to operate. Even if you just know two languages. I think right. as as long as you know an extra language, right. that already gives you a tremendously different perspective. Agreed. Because if I'm if I'm thinking, you know, it's like I speak Russian, I speak English, I speak Estonian, uh, I I have, you know, a bit of understanding of French. It used to be fluent, but it's gone. German, you know, Italian. But like but once you learn two languages at least, yeah, then you kind of the each next language is easier because you are like, yeah, okay, like each language is a bit different, so you know they might right. talk backwards.
0: Right. Take this piece like from, for here, this piece from Russian, here. Russian,
1: Russian and English. You know, like it would be complete. You you can always you can always see like oh like she's probably like a native Russian because the way the way we would speak in English. Right. is different like we put the words in a different right. order right so you know and but like once you learn that you understand that it's like yeah every language is different you can um but again you can express yourself um and then also the it's like yeah it's like it's the way the way to life but you start understanding and you start kind of like i don't know maybe be more more passionate and uh, more, more compassionate and more empathy.
0: Yeah, and more all empathy. Yeah, yeah, to
1: to others, and you understand this, like, yeah, it's like, but it's like, it's also wires, you know, how we think when we when we speak one language, we think that way. When we speak another language, we we think another way. Kind of like, yeah. might be backwards. And when you speak with someone also who is not native in that language, like in Dubai, nobody is native in in English. Let's be honest. So like. My English kind of deteriorated a bit here <laughs> because <laughs> because I have to adjust. <laughs> uh, and you know, you being very kind of like accommodating, and you understand like yeah, like okay, the, he might be expressing himself verbally in one way, right, but it's like right. you know what's behind it. So you always kind of look behind it because. We can like you know we can meet a lot of people who who are not that good in the language that they're trying to express themselves and we sometimes we just we're just like arrogant and we're like annoyed and we're way. like yeah like what, just 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 get it out there right. and and so on but it's like it's it's a, it's a skill to accommodate that. And, and, and always like see what's behind it and, uh, try to, to connect, you know, on the grander scale and that will extend to everything. You know, that's like, like, like extending the language to business because essentially, you know, it doesn't matter which business you're in. The skills are skills, you know, especially when we're talking about soft skills and business Mm -hmm. is a soft skill business is not a hard skill like yeah engineering I don't know being a surgeon yeah that's that's a very you know narrow skill but business running a business managing a business the soft skill and once you master it you can apply it to any single business out there I cannot think of (laughs) you know area that I wouldn't be able to come and master and this comes with confidence, you know, like again, the confidence speaking another language. Because just you know, it's like it's um you're a native speaker in English. I'm not, you know, and for me, like sometimes I'm thinking, you know, sometimes when I go like really low in that, like, oh, like, you know, I'm a failure, didn't didn't achieve this, that, that. I'll be like, dude, you speak English. Majority of people from your country don't. <laughs> just like
0: yeah yeah it's a huge win just
1: just think that and you know yeah so it's like that's pretty much the story no (laughs) like
0: it speaks volumes because the same way you know when i used to live in mexico people would talk to me and it seemed so fast that the spanish they would speak was so fast and I had to think in English and then translate it to Spanish. So there was always this pause going on. And you're right; when once you begin doing that in another language, all of a sudden you have this empathy and this patience for other people who are trying to translate in their head and then explain it back to you. And when you're and when you're doing that, I'm looking at you, or I'm, I was looking at the people in Mexico, and they were looking at me not only for the words they're not only listening, but now they're looking at my eyes. They're looking at my facial expressions. They're looking at the tension in my body. And that is exactly what you can look for in business when you're doing a deal. Like, oh, this guy's saying this, but I see the way his fist is clenched up. This guy, you know what I mean? It's like, you start to see all this physical body language that only really comes when you study it. And the way you study it is by listening to other people speak, but watching their body intensely because you're desperately trying to figure out what they're trying to communicate. That's the beauty of language on so many levels. And I think you expressed it very well there. It's, and, and that does allow you to go to other countries. That does allow you to experience other cultures in a way that is meaningful. And I guarantee you, that's probably kept you out of a lot of trouble as well. Like you get in some spots sometimes, you're like, I'm out of here. I see what this guy's saying, or I see what this girl's doing, but that's not what they mean. I'm gone. <laughs>
1: Yes, yes, but and also like you know it's like it's it's not even like the the skill of language. it's right. the listening. It's, it's the, the listening. level, it's the level we're listening because we yep. can be in our head and just like trying to connect through our head, as I said, but like or we can get out of our head. Right. you know when right. you're talking with someone and you're not thinking what you're gonna say next, or like you know you just you're just there, you just listen to the person, and that's a completely different level of connection. You know, when, when, we're train, when we're training for coaches, um, we have an exercise there. When we just look at each other for five minutes, we just look. And then we give the feedback. What, what did I feel in this five minutes happening with you? And it's just incredible. So it's coaching with no words because you can coach with no words. You just feel and you're just being so intuitive and like grasping for things. And also, like if I'm coaching someone in like whose different like native language, and they would be struggling with saying the, you know, like, oh, like this, like what's happening, you know, in in English. I'm like, yeah, say it in your language. It doesn't matter. For me, it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're right. Because I'm just getting the the energy and I can coach you out of like and I will and I will continue using that word in that language. I'll be like, yeah, oh, okay, whatever it is, and like what is it for you? You know, and we unpack that. So really doesn't matter for me, you know, if I understand 100%. You can always find a way. And, yet yeah, how we can, like, get out of very crazy situations just by feeling. Right. I have a good story for that, uh, which is, like, not that I was getting out of the bad situation, but right. how seemingly for everyone was a crazy situation turned out very good success story. I remember that when the war uh, in Crimea started, like the Russia took the Crimea, that was like, just like, just maybe a month after that, I was going on a business trip to Crimea. And I am arriving there with, um, yeah, like, I'm a European, you know, what we do? We travel with credit cards, right? We have a roaming everywhere. Never even crossed my mind, even though I was like traveling intensely. Never even crossed my mind that I'm arriving to Crimea, which is under sanctions. No credit cards are working. They're cash only. I have no cash. Zero. My roaming, my European roaming, of course, is not working there. So I'm without a phone. I'm without internet. You know, I just cut off. And I'm arriving to the airport and the transfers that was supposed to to pick me up, they're not there. So they kind of lost me and they can't connect with me because I'm out of data like i'm unreachable and i need to get to the city where the conference is happening and that's like three hours drive and it's in the middle of the night and the airport is closing down so what what do you do in that situation (laughs) so i just went to the taxi drivers and i asked like one guy i was like can you drive me it's like three hours through mountains to that place and I will find a way to pay you somehow at the later date. <laughs> and you know, like, so we, we, we spent, and he was like, okay, I'll do that. And he was driving and I was like, oh my God, you know, I'm I sat in the car was the guy that I just met, you know, we're driving through the night through the mountains it's like there are no other cars like he he can just like stop the car and kill me out right there you know just like take my jewelry and that will be way more than i will pay him for this taxi drive you know and like all of his uh taxi friends like they're calling him constantly and, and i'm being a witness and they're like are you an idiot why are you taking her she will never pay you she will like scam you like you're stupid Blah 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 and you know, like, and I'm going and it's like three hours drive. And I understand like, I need to build a very strong friendship with this guy. So he doesn't kill me you know?
0: yeah.
1: so he will feel like we're friends. So I'm using all oh, like, I'm tired and like, I just want to sleep. It's in the middle of that, but like, I use all my skills <laughs> to communicate, <laughs> to build a connection. And he like, he, he drove me to that hotel and, um, Everyone in that hotel, they were like, you did what? (laughs) You you don't do such things. It's not safe.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I was the the legend of that conference. And then I found, like, I asked my friend in in Russia to wire money to him, you know, and then I managed to wire money to her. So it was like a big process. But he got the money and he called my friend um, and he was like, I knew that she's a good person. Like I was like, everyone told me that she will never pay, but she did. And it's like, it's so incredible that I trusted her and I helped her. And so he felt like a a better person. And I felt that it was just it's such a great story because everyone was like, you are crazy. I couldn't even send, you know, the SMS that I'm sitting in this car with this plate. And you know it's a free three hour drive through the mountains and I don't have connections so like you know I'm like I would just disappear. but uh beautiful story again about connection, yes. just you know like just connecting heart to heart. I was like, man like <laughs> I swear, help me out. So yeah, there are stories like that.
0: It's beautiful and I think that this ties directly into the ideas about manifesting like you were talking about earlier. In the beginning of our conversation you were talking about ways in which you were able to manifesting. I think this is a great breakdown of how that happens and I you know sometimes when sometimes people can watch a video or hear someone talk about manifesting something but it sounds so foreign. And I think that what Mm -hmm. we've done here, and maybe we can continue to go down this road, is there's a language of manifesting things. Yeah. And maybe it's listening with the heart, like what we've kind of explained here, whether it's listening intensely to someone's facial features or whether it's listening to the environment around you. But let's dig a little deeper. Like, what are some, maybe we continue to go down this road so people can really understand, like, what it really means? What do you got? What else? Give us another one.
1: Oh, I, I manifest daily. Like I'm, I, I'm that person. That, like, I manifest like this. You tell, know, us it's just like, tell us
0: how. the language about it. Like break it down so, for
1: us. For me, manifesting is about trust. Yes, it's just about trust. So, like I've been, you know, when the when the movie The Secret came out, oh my god, I was like so excited about it. Like I watched it probably like fifty times. That was like when it was more than twenty years ago. I think it was. And it was, I was like, oh, I was so fascinated, but nothing was working because like, I was like, come on, you know, like I do this vision boards and, uh, you know, like I try to envision it and like I feel and I try to follow all those rules. Well, first of all, what's like, first of all is gratitude, 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 gratitude. Whenever we're grateful for things, then we manifest more of those those things and it's just this state of gratitude which is essential i think for like anything be it manifestation be it just happy life be it health be it success anything just being grateful for what we already have uh is essential and like i nailed it, it i was struggling with it because especially when you're you know when you're low yeah. When it's like everything is falling apart, it's so hard to be grateful. It's hard. It is like it is a job. But I realize that, you know, when I'm low and I drop that manifestation, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, like I just, I just need a week off. I'll be grateful when things get better. I'm kind of delaying that things get better. And even that moment, I will just sit down and say, like, okay, fine. I'll just find five things to be grateful for. I'm alive you know, I have house, I don't know, I can see, I can write, I have this pen, I have this paper, simple, simple things, I immediately feel better. Mm -hmm. So just like leaving, like I'm now doing um, the 300 days of daily gratitude uh, challenge, and everyone is messaging me because like I'm posting it on social media and people say, oh my God, like 300 days, like that's a lot. Like it, that's the whole point of it. <laughs> that should be your whole life. <laughs> right. So I'm trying. I'm trying to show that like this should be your whole life. And um, I'm very proud, for example, of my mom. She's very negative person. You know, she's like, she, likes, she likes to complain. And we had um, a call just before New Year's Eve, and she was saying that like, oh, I will write this, you know, like wishes for the New Year's Eve, you know, and there's like this this that you write it, you burn it, you mix it with champagne, you drink it, like all this like very, very post-Soviet kind yeah. of like thing. And I was like, I have a better idea for you. And she's like, yeah, tell me, because she, she loves like she, yeah. she, she drinks, you know, like, like all this picking off these mm-hmm. dreams. I'm like, why don't you like do a, an experiment? Instead of doing that thing, it's just one year, you know, how many years you've been doing all mm-hmm. your life? how how many of those wishes happened (laughs) not that many like let's try another thing what if you start you know just being grateful and just write down what are you grateful for daily and tomorrow you do 100 things she's like oh my god like i can't." i'm like yeah you can like that's a challenge so try i'm like try you're not losing it so what are we now it's like 18th of january you know I'm talking with my mom. Like, I normally have a call with my mom, you know, once in two weeks because that's a bit draining for me. I'm talking with my mom daily now. She is just living her life, you know, she's she's so happy. She's like, oh, no, no, no. She's like, she has like all this thing. He hasn't complained once. And I'm like, what's happening? I and I asked her just like the other day, I'm like, Are you still on your gratitude thing? She's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, daily. Like I drive. I drive to work and I'm saying things what I'm grateful for. So like, yeah, I like it. It's like, but like, she she even didn't register, you know, how it changed her life. Right. And it's like, for me, and I'm like, yeah, I will not, I will not tell it to her because then she will start having expectations. But like, she's in this and it's like, and I can see that it's like two weeks have changed her. So gratitude that sets this whole tone for us being in a good state. And then when we're, when we're grateful, when we're when we're also mindful, when we're aware of what's happening with us, you know, it's like it's all these layers. We get into this flow, mm-hmm. and in that flow, we are unstoppable. We can really, honestly manifest absolutely anything. And once we kind of like get a hold of that, and the, what is also important to notice that you know the like small manifestations, oh, like like a tiny thing happen, I'm like ah. I manifested it. Like I did it. I thought, yeah, I'm good. So you know, just reminding giving giving the credit back to yourself, then we start noticing more things, because again, you know, like where our attention goes, that's where the, you know, like the whole energy flows. so when we're when we're being grateful, we get more things to be grateful for. When we start noticing you know small things we manifested, we're getting more of those things. But kind of like, that's the way it goes. And then, you know, more and more things start happening because we have trust. We already have Mm -hmm. trust. So we know that like, yeah, I can manifest that. I just manifest, come on, like, like, of course I can. And and then also like the trust removes fear, which is another, you know, like it's another side of the coin that I see, especially a lot a lot of people that come to me with this question for, for mentorship, they're like, once they start going on the spiritual journey and they see the improvement and the things start happening, then they develop the fear that once they stop doing all these practices, they stop like meditating, they stop, you know, doing like daily walks by the beach and just being mindful and spending so much time and effort on being in the flow. Once they stop, the flow stops. No, if you have the trust. Because that's not the flow. That's not the meditation you're doing daily. That's all that's that all helps you to get into the flow. Once you're there, that's it. It's you. Even when you're low, and like we all low at some okay. points. We are humans. So we go for ups and downs. You know, I go for ups and downs sure. daily, you <laughs> know, within within one day. <laughs> and it does not anyhow affect my manifestation skills it doesn't because i know that i'm capable of doing that it's like i can speak english you know if i'm in a bad mood i can mm-hmm. still speak english if i'm in a good mood i can still speak english it doesn't matter the same with manifesting so we have to have that trust and that that belief that yes i can do it and we start with small things you know start manifesting i don't know just like Getting a good cup of coffee or like someone, someone, you know, inviting you for a coffee or something, something simple and just, you know, but acknowledge it. Like, oh no, oh no, it's not, it's not an accident. Oh yeah, of course. Like, yeah, my friend invited me for a coffee. She always does it. No, flip it. I manifested it. And when we start doing that, then we will see that we're like absolutely unstoppable. You know, I was like in a very, very low, um, low mood few weeks back like like it was just like beginning of december i don't remember what exactly was happening. But i was like in the, in, the, in the worst mood and i went to the beach and i was sitting in the beach and i was like oh maybe it will help me let me do this meditation oh it doesn't work you know <laughs> i'm like yeah i'm so annoyed and it's just like, just
0: like that Rain. time
1: you know of, like it just happens with all of us mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah whatever and i was sitting i'm like oh it would be so nice to go to a mom now but like hamam like the steam baths we have the moroccan hammams, and i like but the hamam we go to was my friend we were trying to get a spot for three months it's always fully booked and it's like and i'm like yeah like there is no chance yeah whatever and i'm like yeah i could manifest it but i'm like i'm in such a low state like i can't even bother and i'm driving back home from the beach and i'm stopping in the traffic jam it's like Crazy traffic jam. I'm like, yeah, you know, like this traffic jam. So annoying, you know, I'm just like, you know, wiring myself.
0: Make it worse. And I'm,
1: <laughs> and I'm stepping right in front of the hammam that we normally go to. And I'm like, okay, universe, <laughs> I hear you. Right. So I just like, I just stopped the car. I'm stuck anyways in the traffic. So I'm like, yeah, let me just go and ask them. And I walk in and, and, the, and the lady, she's like, she puts her phone down and she looks at me. Like I'm sorry, like I know it's a it's it's a long stretch, and uh, yeah, I know you're fully booked. But, uh, but like, is there is any chance you can like take me now? And she starts laughing, <laughs> and she's like, I don't know how you do that because I just put down the phone, and that was the client that is supposed to come like in half an hour, but she got sick. So like do you want to take her place? Because she's like, yeah, we are booked for like next three months. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm gonna go next door and have my coffee, <laughs> and you prepare things for me, and I'll just come back. She's like, yeah. <laughs> and I messaged my friend. I'm like, dude, you will never believe what happened. I just, I, I'm, I'm having my hamam session in half an hour. She's like, how? Exactly, <laughs> you've done it. And that's like, that's the example I always give when people say like, oh, like I, I'm afraid, you know, like I'm like I'm in a bad mood, and you know, just don't manifest bad things when you're in a bad mood you can still manifest but like you will you will manifest right. bad or good just just manifest good things don't like you you can say like yeah i'm i'm in a really low place now i am in a bad mood that's okay happens with the best of us it does not mean that you know i will get in the accident or i will lose my job or blah blah it just means that i'm in a bad mood so like just separating those facts from you know the emotional baggage I am in a bad mood whatever for whatever reason but i know that like yeah i want to i want to get that i want to get that and i will get that eventually it's okay don't don't manifest bad things you know because they will also manifest (laughs) so i think yeah yeah, it's all about trust and gratitude and just like just believing it
0: i love it I, i think it speaks to the idea of awareness as well like so many times when you're in that low state like you know, you mentioned I'm um, at the beach and then I'm in the traffic jam. Like you're just manifesting the traffic jam. You're mani- but what I what I really admire about many things about that story, but what I really admire is you have the awareness to see the universe calling to you. Like you're stopped right in front of the place you want to go. Like how – like that is the universe. Like, Jana, just yes. get out of this bad moment From it, minute. I'm trying to talk to you. You know, it's like a good yeah. friend desperately trying to get your attention. Like, hey, over here, it could be way Exactly. Better.
1: exactly and it's just being aware of that and i think it's like it's just 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 noticing and just trusting because i could have said like yeah whatever you know like this is just like i will not get into anyways and like what is it but i I think it's like you know it's curiosity that's the key just be curious ah okay i stopped in the traffic jam why let's explore that just let's be curious because that's like for me curiosity that's what drives me you know because like i'm I'm always curious about things and i start exploring and that's how i meet people and then they introduce me to other people and so on and so on and it's just you know unfolding so beautifully you know i've been like i got interested in coffee just like last year yeah and i and i got into specialty coffee and i like i went and i did my professional training So I'm exploring coffee and like, I'm like, I'm I'm meeting those experts. And I'm like, yeah, like you're an expert. Oh, like, you know, like, just like, can I, can I follow you on Instagram? And I'm like, and, and, and for me, coffee world is just like, it's so big. And it's like, it's like, you know, completely unchattered territory. I, I, it's like, I'm like, wow. And just the other day, uh, the, I met, I met the quality expert of, the biggest coffee company we have here in UAE, and I—they're not specialty coffee, but I started with them long like few years back, and I was like admiring their coffee. I was, like, wow, that's like like for me that was the best mm-hmm. at that point. And it's like, right. and it really—they they really have a good coffee. But like, I mean, like I was shifting from from Nespresso to a brewed coffee, and right. I was like using their more commercial, but they still have really good coffee. It's the best commercial coffee out there, I think. And like, and I met the their quality expert in one of the uh, coffee tastings, and I just like we just followed each other on Instagram, and he's been following me, and he just like, messaged me the other day. He's like, "Do you want to come for like for our production? You know what what explore?" It's like You're yeah. kidding me. That's for me, like, you know, the dream coming true. I would never even imagine that I would be invited for that company to come and see their production and you know have a coffee with those people they are for me the gods you know yes. and I'm like yes, yes. <laughs> because he's like I I I love what you're doing you know it's just like you're like you're being so curious about coffee because I post a lot about coffee I try different coffee every day and I talk a lot about it on social media and he was like yeah like you're so curious come like we'll we'll show you everything Oh, okay. that's like, that's also, you know, the way that, that that's pure curiosity that took right. me, you know, from being nobody in the coffee world into person just like being invited to the really big productions and, uh, you know, exploring and meeting people. So it's curiosity, nothing else.
0: <laughs> it's wonderful. I, and that, that brings us to the idea of coffee. That's this brings us I think it's a great segue into the idea of, you know from being to being. Like I think we've built a little bit of a foundation where people can understand a little bit of your background, they can understand a little bit of of how you see the world, how you navigate in this space, what's special to you and and some of the tips and tricks that you use in order to navigate your life. Maybe we can shift into what is it like if I come to you or say someone's watching and they 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 want to understand what this being to being is about. Like maybe you can tell us
1: so, um, you know, when I got into coffee uh, earlier last year, and I started, mm. like, for me, it was a part of a very interesting uh, experiment, the, the whole start of the story. Uh, I, like, I normally do, once a year, I do this experiment with myself when I explore new things, explore new flavors. So like, you know, if I order, like normally I eat eggs for breakfast, I'll go and order, I know, lobster rolls for breakfast. <laughs> <It's random. laughs> and um, so like, I literally come to the coffee place, like, or like the, the cafe, and I just like choose from the menu, something I have never ordered, and something I would never order for breakfast, or I order like eggs for dinner. You know, just like I'm completely swapping around um instead of yoga i signed up last time i signed up for jiu-jitsu i was doing brazilian (laughs) jiu-jitsu so you know like completely other side of the spectrum instead of working out in the morning i started working out in the evening you know and like just mixing things up just to disturb my routine and see whether it's still serving me first of all so like i figured that like yeah i do feel better when i work out in the mornings point taken you know or like yeah i i do like my eggs instead of you know pastry for the morning it's just like whatever but then i would be like oh i actually you know peanut butter cookies better than chocolate cookies i lived 40 years of my life i was sure i love chocolate cookies i peanut butter actually i like it better okay cool note right so i do that um <laughs> Yearly. and I also say yes to everything, you know, someone tells me like, oh, let's do that. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. And it's like, sometimes it's a bit crazy experiences, but like never, never, you know, like too dangerous. But some of them, you know, will leave me (laughs) weak on my knees. (laughs) Like when I went for the roller coaster, you know, the the, the last year. And like, and I I am scared of roller coasters from from my childhood. And I went to the (laughs) biggest one we have in UAE. I thought I will die. And, and and like I was I was literally demanding them to stop it like in halfway through like obviously nobody listened to me but uh, yeah <laughs> uh, right. when I told my mom she was like you did what like she like, why, why, why would you do that like you were scared shitless I'm <laughs> like yeah <laughs> like I thought like my heart will stop but yeah I'm doing all that so like, and last year when I was doing it you know I was like sitting in my in in in, in one of the coffee places I had my breakfast something very different. And I was ordering coffee and coffee, I ordered just that. And I'm like, yeah, like oatmeal, cappuccino. And then Mm. I'm like, hang on a minute. That's That's when it hit me. I'm like, I'm doing all these practices. I'm exploring all these new things. But I always, always order the same coffee. Just like, am I being like mindful at that point? No. Am I being present at that point? No, it's purely automatic. Just right. oat milk cappuccino. So I was like, wait. And then the waiter is like, okay. I'm like, show me what other coffees you have there. <laughs> let's see. And I'm like, ah, yeah. and I like let's do a cortado. Let me try a cortado with almond milk, you know, just like, let's go, you know, bananas. Let's <laughs> let's explore something new. And that's like, and that's when I could like, you know, and I tried it, and I'm like, ah, oh, I actually like it more. It's like more coffee taste, less milk. Like, I like mm. it. So I started exploring and then I was like ah oh, like all this concept you know like specialty coffee what's specialty coffee about so I went like so I started going to specialty coffee places and I was talking with baristas and uh and I was like oh tell me you know and it's like they and they're happy to share of course and like sure. you know they they would be like just like showing me to see these beans this is like This processing this is this this is this roasting i'm like yeah i have like no clue i see no difference but like sure i trust you and i started tasting you know different coffees and i started exploring and i was traveling the whole summer and like during my summers uh, summer travels i was like yeah i'll be going to all specialty coffee places in those cities that i travel to and try you know and i was trying 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 and I was like reading a lot about it, and then then I came back to Dubai in the fall. I went for the for the training, and and, and then when I like I started connecting it, you know. So first of all, the level of awareness, you know, it's like why am I ordering this specific coffee? You know, so it's like <laughs> we all have you know our preferences, and what I see like when when I started you know being mindful about it and noticing what's happening around me. And I always ask my clients as well, you know, who come for coach. You know, how was your cup of coffee this morning? <laughs> ah, why? Why did you choose that coffee? Oh, I don't know, because I always drink it. You know, that that will be the standard answer, right? Ninety-nine percent right. of the cases. I always drink my Americano. What do you mean? But why? What do you like about it? How do you feel before the coffee? <laughs> and what do you, what do you think when you're choosing to make that cup of coffee? Oh, I don't know. You know, yesterday, yesterday I was meeting with my, um, uh, uh, she she's, she she's coming as a client for me and mm-hmm. coaching and uh, we had a coffee with her and first time she's like, I really want to try that coffee, you know, that you're always like drinking on your Instagram, that pour over, like I never, like I just drink my Americano, I'm like, okay, let's, let's order, so I ordered the coffee, I spoke with the barista, we chose it and like, and I explained her how to drink it, you know, like, that like taste you know see what what the flavors what's what's on your palate what do you feel you know we, we had like 15 minutes discussion about coffee. she's like i never knew that the coffee can be so tasty you know i like i didn't I, I never even had an idea i never thought that like you know no she's like i don't know there's like some flowers on jasmine she's like yeah jasmine you know the, and like you pick up on that and then you get curious. I'm like, oh, so like this was the coffee, you know, from Bali, washed beans. Like, oh, what if we try, you know, some other coffee and like it will be a different taste. So you start exploring those those, those flavors. And it tells so much about you when you're mindful. Because yeah. I, never, I never choose my coffee anymore, you know, on autopilot. I wake up and I would be like, I go to my kitchen. I have about 30 different coffees. (laughs) I'm truly living a life of minimalist, but not in coffee. You know, that's one thing that I'm like, I'm really spoiling myself with. And I have different coffees from all over the world, different processing methods, whatever. And I will always pause there and be like, okay, how do I feel today? Like for example, I might be like I might be going for intense uh training right now and it's a lot of things happening. So I'm a bit like overwhelmed. I can feel that I'm already, you know, in the morning, I'm a bit overwhelmed and I need something to kind of like give me that space to to contain those emotions and just calm down and focus. I'll be like, okay, like what do I need? Like I don't I don't need really like you know, go for Yemeni coffee, for example. Yemeni is just like, you know, it's madness for your for your sensory. It's like, it's an overload. That's a celebratory coffee. I'd never do that to myself when I'm already overwhelmed. <laughs> I go for something simple, you know. I go like Kenya, Brazil, washed. So it's stripped down from, you know, that that richness of flavor. It's more crisp, more clean flavor. Uh, I'll choose the poor over with the Chemex meta because it's just like, it, it's again kind of like, cleans down the taste and then when so it's like it's a process it's like good 15 20 minutes for me to to make my coffee but then i sit down and then i have this 15 minutes of me time when i'm drinking that coffee and i know that this is this is a mindful choice of this coffee specific coffee, specific flavors specific beans specific brewing method and I already gave myself those like 50-20 minutes of my time checking in with myself. And then I can sit already and kind of I know that this specific drink serves me at this specific day, at this specific mindset. And I know that it will just, you know, be good for me, not wire me unnecessary or or create some 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 other, you know, weird. Um things for me so i'm very mindful about my coffee and Mm. this also trains you know the the muscle of making a choice because i see like i sometimes have uh clients that come and say like oh like i have like difficulty making choice and i've been to that in that space as well so like like at some point of my life it was very difficult for me to make choice so i was constantly trying to shift responsibility to others, you know, like, Oh, you choose coffee or like, you're like, you choose the wine, you know, brilliant. like how we just like those yeah. small things. So I'm very aware of that. And when, when, when someone tells me that, Oh, first thing I ask, like, how do you drink your coffee? Like, or like, if it's it's, so tea, brilliant. Like, it's brilliant, how do you drink your tea? Like, you know, it's like, it's, it can be anything. How do you drink your beer? Like, it doesn't matter. But like, mm-hmm. I work for coffee medicine. And I, and I, and then. I'm 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 always like can predict that it will be like yeah like I don't I don't care it's a coffee you know like whatever same same thing every day and I I will always ask them to start before you order your coffee before you make your coffee start thinking what is it that you want like why are you choosing this coffee because that's like you know like just answering why right why why this specific coffee why do I drink this coffee every day why am i am i afraid to change something in my life and that will be the question i will be asking you like where else in your life are you afraid to make that decision where else in your life are you afraid to make changes start with coffee start trying different coffee every day start going to different coffee places every day and be curious even if it's like the worst coffee of your life i remember i like i went to one place and i had a coffee and i was like wow that's the worst coffee in my whole life but like (laughs) i was so excited about it because i was like wow you know it's like i would have never you know experienced that if i wouldn't be curious but now i know what is the bad coffee and that's like that's a skill to make that bad coffee right It's 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 a lot of reflections that you can do around coffee and train that muscle of making a choice Train that muscle of getting out of the comfort zone on the very simple things. Because people very often, you know, this mindfulness game, um, it's like starts. It's like, oh, like you go big, you know, you change. You have to like, when I'm listening to like a lot of this big teachers, you know, if you don't kind of like just break it down, it looks like overnight I have to change my whole life. Oh, like, you know, from next day I will be vegan. I will be meditating daily. I will be like you know positive and ingratitude <laughs> and just like all that and it feels so overwhelming just like take it down coffee start with your coffee how you choose your coffee start choosing other coffees start exploring that world and see where it takes you because for me it took me it took me to you know the whole world of specialty coffee Traveling around the world, trying coffee. it's not my profession, but like I, I love it. I can make cappuccino now. You yeah. know, I did the barista courses because it is very challenging skill. And I do appreciate now when like the baristas draw this little art. I'll be like, oh my God, like I know how much how much work is that? Oh man, that's like that, that little swan. Right. That's like really a skill. So it's like, you know, just a, I met new people. And like I, and those people shared their life stories. I love love life stories. You know, mm-hmm. like I love listening to like how people too. arrive. There is never a, a random person in uh, in coffee space because nobody is born with the idea. You know that like, oh, I'm gonna be the expert in coffee. No, every <laughs> single expert in coffee they have a story. Wow, just ask every barista. Next time you go to a coffee shop ask your barista their life story. It's always so interesting. So yeah, that's like, that, that's the tool. Coffee is just a tool. And just being curious about that small thing because it's a daily, it's your daily routine. tapping into it. Oh my God, there is so much you can explore about yourself. So much, yeah. So yeah. That's, that, that's the story of coffee. <laughs> and that's why it's been to being because it is been to being. We start with like a little seed. We start being curious about that seed, and that seed is starting to grow. And it's like growing into something that we're kind of just dreaming of becoming. So that's my that's my vision.
0: It's so brilliant, Jana. Like in this just in this short time, like for anybody who's paying attention, like the idea that you can fundamentally transform someone's life and help them shift decisions, not only through their day, but through their life by starting off with a coffee. Like it's brilliant getting someone to understand how to make decisions, getting someone to understand why they make decisions, getting someone to be comfortable with making decisions and the way you do it. I have never heard of anybody in my life doing it this way. You, you make it sound so poetic and beautiful and simple and and approachable like that is one of the many skills that makes you as beautiful as you are that's that that is mind-blowing to me like i see it and i am thankful that there's people out there like you doing it it's wonderful and and, and all along you're learning the skill that you love to do like you found a way to like take this wonderful curiosity and help every it's like infectious in some ways it's, it's wonderful thank you
1: <laughs> thank you thank you yes it's like for me i i I wanted because you know like i wanted to bring this mindfulness because mindfulness feels yeah, so heavy you know spiritual growth feels so heavy and it's been it's been commercialized unnecessary to become yeah. very difficult it seems difficult
0: yep
1: and it's not it's not i've i've been on this journey uh, and I am quite spiritual. I am like, I, I, I am be. in this space. You have to be. It's not difficult. It's not difficult. And like, it it frustrates me when it's being commercialized and being like, it's made to be more difficult than it is for, for it to be sure. able to commercialize it. Sure. Right. So um, that's why, like, you know, like, if it would be so easy, nobody would need all the gurus and teachers. Right. <laughs> And that's what I want to achieve. That's like, that's what I'm, I'm like. I started writing a book, you know, where I'm kind of trying to put all this together. Yeah. Because like, you don't need to read, you know, another like million of books. You don't need to go to, you know, and new retreat every month. You don't need all the stitches. No, all the answers we have is within us. What we have to do yeah. is just pause yes. and think and listen to us. Coffee is a great example. That's a pause. So that's why I'm bringing it together. And I really like I am really on the mission to make this, you know, spiritual growth, whatever you call it, accessible and easy for everyone, for everyone. So so like we stop, we stop this madness of, you know, making it difficult and all this mindfulness retreats and like um, meditation retreats and like all that. No, it's all easy. Let's 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 just strip it all down. Make it easy. Everyone has access to it. Everyone drinks coffee in the morning. Everyone has access to the spiritual growth. That's it. <laughs> just, that's the bottom line.
0: It's so wonderful. It's it's just pulling the curtain back. Look at it's just this little guy over here. That's all it is. Come on over here. Let me show you. <laughs> it's so
1: exactly. Beautiful. Exactly.
0: <sighs> it's. How are you doing on time? You guys, do you have something else coming up in a little bit, or how are you feeling?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good.
0: Okay, then let me ask you this question. You had spoke to me and told me this incredible story about your father and and driving in the car and this idea of curiosity, but you also let slip that your mother had this affinity to the esoteric where she's doing this thing with the champagne. I can't help get that out of my mind that on some level, maybe your esoteric roots were sort of tied to some of the things your mom did. Maybe you could share a story that I would love to hear. it.
1: Oh, like my my mom and esoteric No, no, that's like that's a very pagan ritual, you know. <laughs> but a ritual my mom, is, nonetheless. My mom would be more religious, you know. She's okay. she's really she's really the church person. She goes to church, and uh, but it's like it's, it's very funny, you know, the way she's like she's. She's nitpicking, you know, this I believe, this no. And she's kind of like, you know, she's she's finding her journey. Um, You know, what's what's incredible about my mother for sure is that she believes in miracles. And that's like, that's what I think I inherited from her. Uh, So my father is super curious. uh, And um, that's like that side of the spectrum. My mom. She is, she's not that curious, but she really believes in miracles. She believes in miracles, like it's a bit another extreme because she completely gives her power away to something mm. external, kind of like shifting responsibility for everything right. that is happening to her to the God, to the, you know, to the chance, right. to the government, you know, all those things. So, like, but she truly believes in miracles. She, she's in her 60s, right? She's still like a young child. You see her? She's like, she's she's, she's, she's tiny and like very active. And she's like, oh, over. she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she has so much energy. And for me, it's like sometimes hard because I visit her once a year, right? And it's like, it takes me a few days to adjust because she has so much energy. She's like, she has more energy than I do. <laughs> and um and uh, she she always like she always believes you know like oh like you know like you look, like you you do it like this and and then you know like this something happens you know they're like the gods of this will come and she's like constantly she's like oh I will go to the church and I will I will like you know write down that note and then they pray for you and then it and so like he attributes all my successes to that because when I tell her like oh like this happened she's like. Yeah, yeah yeah, I wrote a note in the church. <laughs> that's why. and I'm like, yeah sure, that's why <laughs> but uh but it's like she's learning now uh, to it, it is quite impressive you know that in her age, she's like she's she's listening because she's watching my journey and she, nice. she kind of like already grasps that it. it's like mm, you're doing something different and it works better than like all <laughs> these rituals that I do. So kind of like she starts asking and she listens um, that like, you know, because that's like the major thing that I want for her is to take the power back because Mm. that's like, that's the concept of responsibility. We always think that like, oh, responsibility is like so difficult. It's like like heavy work. Responsibility is just our ability to respond, nothing else. Mm. It's just our ability to respond. And when we're taking responsibility back, that's when the true magic happens and we 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 can create whatever we want and just like you know pairing curiosity and you know this faith into miracles and taking the responsibility back that's pretty much me so <sighs> my father my mother and that's here like here is the result you know right. on the sum of these two right. things <laughs> because yeah I've been like I've been in both you know I've been like first like super curious but not taking any responsibility not believing in anything blah blah just like all over then I've been you know shifting also you know like all this esoteric thing that was the big big part of my life like yeah like you know something will happen and then when I kind of like blended it all when I have a faith to universe so to call when I'm curious and I'm taking my full power back to myself and, and taking full responsibility for whatever happening. That's, you know, like, that's what it's all starts to shit
0: When you look back on all these things that have happened, like, I'm coming up on almost 50 years old. And when I look back at all these things that happened in my life, I can't help but see them as necessary. Like, all of these things that happened are like a recipe, like they, these were the things that I had to go through in order to get to the realizations that I have today. And that helps me, you know, look, being able to have some lived experience and look back on some of these events helps me with the momentum to move forward. Cause now I do have this faith. I do have this trust and, you know, I trust that I don't know. And it's none of my business to know because I can't know, you know, and it kind of helps me release some of the, the trapping yourself in the future but how do you what what is what is the lens through which you look back that helps you propel yourself into the future
1: oh like i when i look back i can see that every single thing was for a reason yeah every single thing even like what we think like were at that at that time it that was the end that was the end i was like i was thinking just like i had few moments in my life when i would just <laughs> lay for weeks and weeks in my bed and just wait to die you know that's it like i will i will not survive for this i just want to die but (laughs) and when i'm looking back it's like everything was for a reason yeah it's incredible incredible how you know all this puzzle kind of comes together Mm
0: -hmm. and it's so
1: interesting you know i was saying um that like last year was kind of like the closing of the 20 year loop for me okay when i started like 20 years like was 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 my journey um and i kind of like went through all this loop when i drifted very very far away from myself you know like shredding layers layers of experience knowledge you know wisdom all that like like you know covering myself up. Yeah. And then and then kind of like, so I did like that half a turn and then like another half a turn was like shredding those layers, okay? Just like getting back to the core. Right. And I kind of like, it felt exactly like, and it's like, it's funny because it's it all started in Paris when I was studying in Paris. And this summer I traveled back to Paris after twenty 30. years, like haven't been there like twenty years, and like yeah. and, and I came back and I visited, you know, the apartment that I lived, you know, the the university street, like all that. So I went for that journey, uh, and it felt like you know, like okay, I I went on this journey, drifting away from myself, and then coming back to myself with all that wisdom that I have gathered on the way, and that's kind of like boom. I am complete. That's the feeling I got, <laughs> uh, you know, like um, last year that was like, I am complete. I am in the right place. Uh, all that experience. I remember when I started, you know, the coffee even, like I had my friend, she was like, oh, but why are you doing that? Like you can't really monetize it. Like what are you going to do with it? It's like, it's like, it's so intense because it's intense and expensive uh, studies. Now like, I, knowing my life path, it it will fit somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then I have this idea of like being to being, like boom, <laughs> you know, it comes <laughs> together. So it's like nothing like it's like it's like nothing goes unnoticed. Everything is for a reason, every single interest, every single book that we read, every yep. single person we meet, everything
0: yeah.
1: will find its place. So with that knowledge, you know, it's so much easier to leave, to yeah. be honest, because now when something happens, I don't stress. Like, yeah, I can yeah, I can be upset, of course. I'm a human. Sure. I have my emotions. But I'm not stressed, you know? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be laying and dying or, like, you know, just I'll be like, yeah, okay, that's unfortunate. <laughs> right. That's not how I want it. But, like, I'm curious to know, mm-hmm. you know, how it will turn out. Right. Because it's like, that's always – if something goes not like I planned, uh, and what we perceive negative, you know, in, right. in, in, in our human society, I will be always curious. I'll be like, I wonder, because that o- that can only mean that something is better planned for me. There is only one way. It, it, it can't be is that, like, oh, the universe now wants to, you know, right. give me some negative experience. No, that, like, doesn't work. Like, I know I've I lived more than 40 years. I know that experience, <laughs> like, universe doesn't work that way, right? So right. I already have that, that knowledge. So I'm like, ah, interesting. Something is better coming up. What can be coming up? Because there is no yeah. way I can imagine. It's like, you know... When I was um, one, one of one of my works, uh, I remember like I was so I was so frustrated, and I was like so like a few years back, I was working for for a digital bank, and I was like so frustrated, and like and I felt that it's like it's not serving me, and I don't serve them anymore, and I want to get out, and I want to I just want to paint, you know, like and right. like, be artist for like a year, and travel and just like whatever, and I was like so frustrated, and I remember I was saying I was like. okay like how can like how can i like how can i do it and then i thought like okay i'll just work for another like six months i just need six months of the salary so like i'll just create that buffer and then i promise once i get that buffer i'll leave that job and i will start painting and one week after one week i'm being called uh to a ceo and he's like um we decided to let you go because like it's it's been toxic. It's like definitely right. been toxic for like both of us. We have we had a lot of tension. He's like, we decided to let you go, but we're giving you six months parachute. He's like, we're sending you on the gardening leave for six months. It's not in my agreement. And this is not a practice in UAE. It's just not practiced in UAE. Nobody like when I told to my friends, I like, there is no gardening leave in UAE. I'm like, Yeah, but like I, I manifested it. You know, <laughs> so it's, like, so it's like I would never even imagine that things like this possible because it's not in my contract. That's not the common practice for businesses here. How, how like, you know? But I knew for sure that I want this six months. And the universe, like, yeah, okay, you wanted to work for six months. Let me get you fired, yeah, like in a week's right. time. But you get all those six months of salary. I was like, that was an option. <laughs> like I look. Like, Wow, <laughs> that's right. better than I wanted. Like that's way better. So in those yeah. six months, I traveled the world. I like I traveled to like I think six countries I've been to. I did my personal exhibition, so I like I started painting I, like, I kept my promise. so I painted. I did my personal exhibition. Uh, I sold quite a few paintings, you know I like I, I made a name as a as an artist, so like I'm still being invited to all the exhibitions and people still like, oh like when when is your next exhibition? So, like, I did all that. And the, then I was fresh and you know ready to tackle another challenge. But like I would never come up with things like that. It's impossible. But when I was telling people, views, they're like, it's impossible. That's that's that that's not possible. Yeah, it is possible. So you know, like and like and I could have been like super upset that like I lost my job, you know, before I planned it and whatever. I was like super grateful. I'm like, yeah, let's embrace it. See what's happening. And that's how I. That's how I look at my life. It's always for the best. Always.
0: It's beautiful. I, I've learned, and I hope that people listening to this can can take some wisdom from from that story. And it seems to me that when something doesn't work out for you, for anybody listening to this, it's because you're thinking too small. Like. It's not it's too small. It didn't you know why it failed? Because it's not good enough for you. It's not big enough for you. Dream bigger. Every time you every time you run into a wall, you should hear the sound dream bigger.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That that is so accurate because we just like we're so you know in our boxes. And and, and we try to we try to leave our future from our head, but our head only knows solutions that it had already experienced right. our head our brain is not capable of coming up with something new something out of the box to do that we yeah. have to tap into our heart we, we just have to connect with with our true being because our soul has lived you know thousands and thousands of lives our soul has a real experience our body and the brain in this body is so limited it's limited only to this lifetime. And it's like no we can't figure it out so sometimes it's like it's it's much better to be in that state that would allow you to to figure it out and like through your heart through your real experience than you know just confining yourself to this little box called head because that's not serving us at all
0: it's really not it's really not jenna I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed this conversation. I mean, I can try to, but I don't think I could express it. (laughs) This is really, really fun. And I did, I wasn't sure that we were going to be able to have more fun in this conversation than our last conversation. But you know, there's the old adage of more cups of tea, or maybe we should use more cups of coffee for this particular one. But it seems that the more cups of coffee we have, the better the conversation. I'm truly grateful for this conversation. I'm looking forward to more cups of coffee. And, but before I let you go, where can people find you? What do you have coming up, and what are you excited about?
1: Okay, thank you. Well, um, I am people can find me on Instagram. That's the easiest way to connect with me. It's uh, jana dot to being. super easy to find me. I'm there. I actually answer all my messages. so uh, always happy to to speak with people and like learn their stories. I have a website, be so you can find me there. You can also send me an email there. Easy. Um, this year, the book will be coming up. So the book uh, called Seep, Brief, Thrive, which is about coffee, mindfulness, awareness, and coaching. So I am uh, this year, I'm opening. Um, I'm taking clients in. Finally, <laughs> a lot of people have been waiting for that. I'm taking clients in uh, for coaching, for mentorship. So I'm shifting full time in it. And I'm just creating a lot of space for everyone who wants to, you know, get this part of energy from me. I'm ready to share with everyone. So, yes, that's probably the easiest ways to find. Them. Of course, I'm on LinkedIn, on Facebook, but like these are not the means that I use daily. So, yeah, Instagram. Or just, you know, email me.
0: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this, go down to the show notes, check out the website, reach out to Janet. She's an incredible individual who has a very unique way of, helping people listen to their own heart or helping people listen to the world that's trying to talk to them and it's, it's wonderful and I've, I've experienced it here and i think anybody listening to this will too so if you're listening hang on briefly afterwards i'd like to speak to you just briefly afterwards but to everybody that's listening or watching this thank you so much for hanging out i hope you have a wonderful day and that's all we got aloha
1: thank you so much aloha
0: <laughs> aloha everyone